The number you have dialed has been changed. Hello? Hi! You got my new number! Welcome to Dear Alexander. This is a new segment on the podcast and over at my website. I want to know. I would love to know. Ask me a question. Share an insight with me. Tell me about something beautiful you're creating, something beautiful you're seeing emerge from yourself or someone else. And please, by all means, share your ahas. Tell me how it's going on the spiritual path. What's an obstacle that's standing in your way along the path? I would love to podcast about it and feature it here. So head over to my website, viralmindfulness.com slash dear dash Alexander. You can also find a button. Oh, I love the word button in the footer of my website that says Dear Alexander and at the top in the navigation menu, look for resources and then hit Dear Alexander. I can't wait to hear from you. Dear Alexander, I have been subscribed to your newsletter for a bit, and I also am interested in what group therapy might offer me. I've been exploring details about your wise circle. Can you explain a little bit about how this functions, my wise circle, as group therapy, and what makes it different? With love, Mm, let's call this a potential bluebird someone joining my wise circle potentially. So thank you so much for sending this question. I decided to open it up to a podcast episode because it's important since part of the way I'm marketing a wise circle is group therapy reimagined. I also want to let any of you know that I do have a newsletter. It's called Love Letters of Mindfulness. And I send cool emails. They're like love letters. And often I'll put pictures of art or beautiful places, sometimes um, exclusive offers just to my subscribers. Like I love my email subscribers giveaway. We need to have one of those soon. Uh, First access and dibs to watercolor paintings. For example, my spring show, my poppy paintings coming. I've had several of my email subscribers contact me and say, ooh, I want to get one. So you will all have first access. So if you're not on my list, love letters of mindfulness, head over to viralmindfulness.com slash sign up and follow that button. I love button. All right, let's dive into this great question. Future wise circle soul sibling bluebird of mine Let's answer your question in a couple parts. The first part, let's talk about what group therapy is. Just a reminder, I do have a master's in social work. Doesn't mean I know everything. I'm not telling you that for this reason. I do have, I worked for 10 years in Utah in college mental health and building a private practice in one-on-one therapy and some groups over the course of those 10 years especially my first four to five years of practice group therapy. I have a licensed clinical social worker 
degree or license through the state of Utah, which is active in a bunch of other states, not California. And I walked away from all of that in 2013 to move to Southern California and to put my practice online to claim viral mindfulness, to then find Viral Mindfulness Academy, to take a sabbatical from seeing clients, to reestablish a new career doing digital marketing and more of this how to put things online. And have always kept a small clientele base of just a few clients that I'm seeing one-on-one, always open to that. And and then unexpectedly admitted that I was stuck in drugs in 2015 and found sobriety, which brings us to 2023, which is 20 years since I graduated with a master's in social work. And I am now teaching online with Viral Mindfulness Academy. And I completed one Y circle and I have marketed that as group therapy reimagined. And so of course there's gonna be questions as there should be, and this is a great time to answer this one. Group therapy is the treatment of multiple patients at once by one or more healthcare providers. Traditionally, group therapy works with more severe symptoms or even a diagnosis. The group becomes an intervention of treatment, in this case aiming to treat, for example, and not limited to, let's say, emotional trauma, anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, alcohol, drug addiction, and those are just a few. I ran groups with, in my first year of grad school, I ran groups with, um, I was working for Intermountain Healthcare and it was an inpatient facility. So we had lots of groups that were like skill development groups and support groups or psychoeducational groups for these clients who lived inpatient based off of having severe mental health in the cluster of schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar, sort of um, heightened uh, manic episodes. And, you know, for example, recovery meetings, like 12-step meetings and any of these recovery meetings could be thought of as support groups under a group therapy definition. So that brings us to the next part. There are several types of group therapies Traditionally, psychoeducational group, the group therapy focuses on educating members about their conditions and providing them with new coping strategies. There was a time where I worked with sex offenders in the state of Utah, young teenage boys, and also adult males. And we did a lot of psychoeducational group therapy with them and teaching them lots of new coping strategies. Another type of group therapy could be a cognitive behavioral group, also working on cognitive behavioral as an intervention for sex offenders in those groups too. You could be teaching skill development groups. You could be just having a support group. And then there's another unique group called an interpersonal process group. And this is where 
individuals inside of the group, they explore their roles in social situations and they learn their tendencies when forming relationships in the group. So the group itself becomes like this meta place to learn about how you relate to relationships and life outside of the group. So these are all definitions. So you could get stuck or it could open you up, but there's a starting place. So technically I'm a licensed professional and technically, I guess if I were to choose one, I would say this is more of a support group and a skills development group that, well, a psychoeducational group, because we're talking about skills, spiritual solutions and spiritual practices as a coping strategy for any idea that you're bringing in or diagnoses. So here's what else group therapy can do for people. Group therapy provides a group setting and there's benefit in that. Group therapy gives you the ability to talk to others and avoids you from being the center of attention. Group therapy is affordable and effective form of treatment in which a small group of participants and a facilitator like me um, interact and discuss a variety of different topics. So it's also a, an affordable way to get in front of a professional. My one-on-one -on -one sessions are rare. I only have a few spots a week. I charge $185 an hour. I require a four-week minimum to get started. And I run a wait list. And so a lot of people are just on a wait list until I have an opening. And sometimes openings don't come up for a couple years. So... That's just how it is for me. I didn't do that my first 10 years. I was open to seeing everyone and helping people get access to healthcare. That's not what I'm doing with one-on-one -on -one anymore. I have shifted the way that I show up. Um, and Wise Circles is a place for me to help on the spiritual path. And I'll get more into that in just a minute. I call it therapeutic mentoring. So back to what group therapy can do for people. Groups can act as a support network and a sounding board. Uh, groups, other members of the group can help you come up with specific ideas for improving a difficult situation or life challenge. They can hold you accountable along the way. There is some of that in this wise circle, but there's an element where we're trying not to give advice and suggestions unless someone asks for it. It doesn't happen that often in the last circle that people asked for too much advice. But I'll tell you more about what the wise circle does feel like next. So group therapy also offers a sense of belonging or relatability through understanding, which is achieved by sharing common experiences. And the final one is group therapy is most effective when utilized to address a specific concern common to all members of the group. So this is where we start to really break away the Y circle. And this is why I call it group therapy reimagined. We're not gathering with a specific common concern to all members of the group. We're not also gathering to create space where you can talk back and forth just as much as you want. There is only structured time within our 90 minute circles each week. And if people don't want input and advice, which a lot of people didn't last circle. However, last circle, there was one client, one student, one soul sibling who told me that the circle saved her life and brought her back from a relapse with alcohol in her life. 
and back to a spiritual, alive place. And I'll tell you more about what she said when I share a couple testimonials at the end of this. So there definitely will be a sense of belonging and relatability, but the wise circle is now going into a different place. So let me tell you a little bit about what the wise circle is like. You definitely can benefit in a group setting in the wise circle. So there's some similarities, group therapy. Also, the wise circle is a place where you're not the center of attention. There's other people. There could be anywhere from two to six participants in the circle. I'm always hoping for six, but it depends on people's availability and interest. Uh, right now for the spring wise circles, there are a couple seats available in each of the two circles. Uh, but usually those fill up or last time they filled up the last couple days and we have about five more days until class wise circle starts. So there's a good chance they'll fill up. I hope that's with one of you. So a wise circle does not focus on one specific diagnosis, problem, symptom as the specific concern common to all members of the group. A lot of the other things I just shared about group therapy are happening in the wise circle, but it's important to know that we're not gathering because of depression. We're not gathering because of alcohol or drug addiction. We're not gathering to treat and get educational skills about ADHD or even PTSD or anxiety or depression. We are gathering in a sacred circle, a space that is set up more in present time. So let me just draw from a quick quote, definition, therapy can, thought, can be thought of as you work with a therapist to address things from your past. You work with a coach, a life coach, an alcohol coach, a spiritual coach, not really spiritual, I just threw that in, um, to build your future items, specific action steps to create and build your future. I have been thinking a lot about this wise circle. It's been five years in the making. It used to be a course it used to be all kinds of other versions and it's here now and it's amazing. And I'll tell you what some of those participants had to say about the midwinter's wise circle. This is therapeutic mentoring. This is kind of walking away from this idea that I am this all-knowing authoritative therapist. I am a therapist. I have a lot of ideas and a lot of them are rooted in experience and professional places. But I also have a lens and a way in which I view the world. So you're not going to get a huge EMDR sort of model coming from me. You're not going to get the internal family systems model from me. I'm not versed in that yet. But what you are going to get is this therapeutic mentoring. And I'm going to push you to the present moment to practicing here that you're bringing a more deep spiritual symptom. I'm feeling the loss. I'm feeling the mental health crisis of twenty post-2020 world. I'm feeling the loneliness and despair and loss. I can't manage all these things happening with all these people around me. My kids are struggling. My parents are struggling. My partner is struggling. I'm struggling. This is a place where we slow down. You don't want to register for this wise circle if you are in crisis and you're looking for med, med management, for a diagnosis, 
to work on an active crisis. Perhaps you are in a place of suicidal ideation. Perhaps you are in a place where you need a lot more time than being in a group with other people. And that's where you, and I trust you to make that decision, wait until a later season. I'll be teaching these wise circles for the next 10 years seasonally. Therapeutic mentoring is rooted in the present time. It's rooted in a relationship with your spiritual life, your creative life, with your inner world, with spirituality, meditation. If you've never meditated before, you might not want to sign up for this soul sibling wise circle. We meditate for five minutes at the beginning of every wise circle. So what we do also in addition to the wise circle is we have a practice lab for the week. And I'm just sharing with you some of the practices, spirit-centered ones, or maybe you could think spiritual solutions, regardless of what your symptoms and diagnoses. At some point, I've noticed a lot of people with any diagnosis, symptom, problem, looking for more well-being or mental health strength. It comes to also integrating and practicing in one's life, new skills, ideas that connect you to others, to your purpose, to your body. So I'm just sharing some of the practices that I adore and that I feel like are a good starting place for a five-week wise circle. The first practice focus is movement, body, different ideas for movement, exercise, could be exercise, body, what you eat, how you eat. Another practice is the guided meditation or just meditation yourself without a guide. It could be solitude, the word, or a quietude or stillness. That's one week's focus. The third week's focus, writing practice, reading practice. We read, we write as humans. How are you relating to those practices? Music is its own beautiful. We had such a great time in my midwinter circle talking about music. Wow. And finally, a sketchbooking, drawing, coloring, or painting. It could be tracing, lettering, collaging, whatever. But that practice I love, and so I love to include it. Let's see. We, I think, can be obsessive about the past and the future. That's kind of where we live. So the Y circle is really a symbolic and sacred place for us to meet in the present time and to practice in community and to focus each week on our spiritual practice topics as I suggest, as I share with you some ideas about how to integrate them in your life. Also, my wise circles draw from the season at hand and from nature. We use nature as a guiding star and invitation. So right here in spring, we're really looking at some of the ideas with seeding and rooting, budding, sprouting, blooming, flowering. But in the spring, it's sometimes frozen and overnight we get a snowstorm and the ground freezes again and kills what was growing. Sometimes, you know, we're trying to strengthen the soil and there's unhealthy soil and we want to increase the nutrients in the soil to grow from. So the Y circles use the season in which we meet 
as an energetic flow and guiding star to our work. We don't give advice or input unless people ask for it. So if a participant chooses to use their 10 minute time, so that why circle, here's the 90 minute format. You've got five minute meditation. You've got 10 to 15 minutes. We meditate together in the beginning. We do 10 to 15 minutes of writing prompts. Once in a while, there'll be a little drawing prompt in there. Shh, don't tell anyone. Then I have a concise topic for the week that is related to the practice lab. And then 60 minutes is divided six ways or five ways or four ways. And each of you gets to share. You can read from what you wrote in writing practice. You can share and then pause. We can check the time. Maybe you have five minutes left. Maybe you want to ask a question and open it up and say, hey, you know, I recently have been getting panic attacks and anxiety again, and I'm not on medicine. And I'm just wondering if any of you have such, you know, items happening in your life, symptoms, you could ask those questions and you could open it up to the group. We really focus on witnessing each other, like a listening circle. We focus on sharing in the burden. A burden shared can be thought of as a burden halved. We practice showing up with our true self our truer self, an authentic place. And the meditation and writing prompts in the beginning help ground and inspire the way that you share. Wise speaking, wise listening. Group therapy also would be very appropriate if you're in crisis and you're looking for treatment. A wise circle should not be used to treat a crisis. Or if you're looking for a diagnosis or you need a therapist one-on-one, or you need medicine management. A wise circle will certainly be an addition and be very supportive to those items in your life. And I can trust that you can make that decision for yourself. If you want to hop on a call with me and a 20 minute call, you can reach out to me anywhere that you're finding this information. You can visit my website at viralmindfulness.com and send in a request. So I wanted you to know all this and there's just two more items I want to share with you about the wise circle. So first, Catherine May, I just finished her book, Enchantment. It's her newest book. She's the one who also wrote The Wintering Book. And she says this, it says, telling them is an act of belonging. So right off the bat, to give you some context, she's talking about story, storytellers, or us sharing our stories and our truth and using words. So Again, she says, telling them is an act of belonging, a way of pushing tap roots deep into the ground. In a world full of restless and displaced people, it's an act of welcome too. And storytelling is always an exchange. When we listen to what is told to us, we enrich our mythology. We get closer to the big, beautiful, metaphorical whole. It's so beautiful. Catherine May is so talented. So for example, listen to what Lisa had to say about our wise circle in the midwinter. When I asked her what she learned, she said she learned to soften and to show up and land where she's at. She said, I learned to take off the mask of trying to be perfect and to let little Lisa just be. 
to listen and appreciate someone else's story without needing to relate or comment. Active listening coupled with empathy. So beautiful. Yeah, we don't have to relate to whatever one is saying, but we can listen with an open heart and really be present. Sometimes it takes the burden off too when you don't feel like you have to comment and you can send more love. So when Lisa was asked what she loved about the war, the white circle, she said it was an it was very intimate in nature and it was small enough and we had six participants. So for sure there will be no more than six in your circle. She said I loved being able to show up in my truth no matter how torn or shamed I felt. I was also held very gently by the white circle and by you Alexander. Lisa says the poetry, music, art, oh yes, art, the silence she loved. Practicing being still with myself and with others, it gave me so much courage to look deep within and to truly listen to the still, sweet voice of my intuition. Thank you, Lisa, for all of this. She also says, it was magical. And it brought me so much wisdom and clarity during a dark period. And I saw Lisa in person last week, and I was with my sister and introduced her. And she told my sister that this wise circle at that time just saved her life. She had been in a relapse, and was it brought her home. And I'm so ever so grateful. So let me tell you one other item. This is also by Catherine May. She was making reference in her book, Enchantment, about belonging to or participating in this um, this small group that was part of uh, an organization or offering called the Zen Peacemakers. And their work is somewhat derived from Native American tradition. And basically, she was talking in the book, Enchantment, about groups and their gatherings being a place of reflective meeting, where the reflective meeting and circle, so to speak, aims to deepen the experience of witnessing. And in that space with Catherine May and peacemakers, only one person speaks at a time, all are urged to speak from the heart, being spontaneous in what they choose to share, and keeping it as concise as possible. Everyone else is asked to listen without analyzing or discussing, and this even includes expressing approval. You speak as truly as you can and receive attentiveness. And so I read that and I thought, ooh, this, this feels so close to the wise circle. And the Y circle is facilitated by me. So in between shares, as we transition from person to person, there may be something that I offer in a 10 or 20 second or 40 second that is more in the idea of expressing affirmation to you and to your share. And it's something that's part of my work as a 20 year professional where I sometimes see and hear things and I trust them now and want to say them out loud. It could be thank you for sharing what you shared. It seems to me this. This falls in the realm of input and advice, but it seems so clear to me as I watch and sit with you on week three that maybe you should consider that, you know, but that's just my opinion. Or I think usually 
I'm going to ask you, you know, I had this thought, it's under the realm of suggestion or input, are you open to it? And that's really great to ask people that, by the way, I think. So finally, I just want to read to you a little bit more from the testimonials. So this is what Bailey had to say about Midwinter's Y Circle. She said, I learned I'm not alone in suffering. She also said, I, I found some great tools for getting out of my head spiral when it comes to writing and drawing. She said that the white circle, she loved it because it was safe and there was a soft place to show up and be completely vulnerable. She, Bailey says, if you're looking to make real genuine connections, this Y circle is for you. It's so uplifting, supportive, and loving. And if you're looking to shed some burdens and develop deep bonds of creativity, I highly recommend a Y circle. Pam, Pam says, I learned again in the Y circle that I feel and do best with a community to share with and a community where I actively listen. I was also reminded that meditation comes in all shapes and sizes and every way is the right way. Pam says, being a part of the Y circle reminded me how important it is to have a small community that writing and drawing the prompts that Alexander gave us gave me direction and made it easier for me to get started. She says about me, Alexander is a terrific mentor, facilitator, and friend. Thank you, Pam. I will be begging to sign up for another session. Oh my goodness, is Pam in a spring wise circle? I don't know, coming to you soon on Netflix. I'm kidding, I can't answer that question. Pam will have to let you know if Pam has signed up. Molly, she says she learned ways of reaching consciousness and meditative states. I love that so much. Molly says Alexander's wise circle was a beautiful space to connect and learn. It was beneficial for me to dive deeper into spiritual intention and to learn various ways to do this. The connection we got as a small group was amazing. We shared our experiences on the topics Alexander provided, and it gave an authentic way to see similarities and differences within the circle. I've loved Alexander's wisdom and insight, and this gave me the opportunity to connect with him regularly and on a deeper and more personal level. Thank you so much, Molly. Thank you to all of you. So there you go. I think that that answers the question. And so be mindful when you take this into account. And I would love to have you join. There are a couple seats that are still available for a spring wise circle. There are two circles, one on Tuesday mornings from 9 a.m. Pacific time to 10.30 a.m., all five weeks in the month of May. The second circle is on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific daylight time. We'll meet on Wednesday nights for all five Wednesdays in the month of May. You can head over to my website at viralmindfulness.com spring and there's lots of info there for you. And there are the links to head over to the enrollment checkout page and get going. And I hope to see you in my Spring Wise Circle next week. Thanks for listening. And thanks for the question, dear soul sibling.